the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So a point of clarification. I got a phone call last night. I didn't get the phone call. My wife got the phone call from a friend who wanted to know how we here at 989theanswer.com were able to score Speaker of the House uh, Mike Gallagher to come to the Lazy Chameleon on March the 20th. Okay. And she was serious to call. It was not. It is not Congressman Mike Gallagher who is coming to the Lazy Chameleon on March the 20th. It is none other than the Mike Gallagher who hosts the show directly ahead of my own here on The Answer. Mike Gallagher from Tampa, Florida. National radio host Mike Gallagher is coming to join me and Jack Windsor on stage. March 20th, Lazy Chameleon in Powell. And it's going to be a private event. That's why we're selling tickets to it. Tickets are 60 bucks. If you buy two, you get a savings. What do you get for your $60? You get an appetizer, a buffet-style dinner, a dessert, a complimentary drink ticket. Meet and greet with the three of us, pictures with us, questions with us. You get to listen to the conversation. It's going to be an intimate gathering, but it's going to be fun. And I think because of the timing right after the March 19th primary, we're going to have some political candidates there, and they're going to give a vision for what they see in Ohio the rest of 2024 and as we build toward the presidential election. So get your tickets today because they go up on Friday. They increase in price on Friday. An evening with... Talk radio host Mike Gallagher, myself, and Jack Windsor. All brought to you by Adult and Teen Challenge Ohio, which is a great organization that you should contribute to if you want real change in our community. Pastor Linda, Pastor Phil at Adult and Teen Challenge Ohio have an unbelievable success rate freeing women from the throes of all sorts of addiction because they share the love of Christ and they say once you get people to understand how much God loves them, then getting them to give up their form of addiction is a much easier task. Not easy, but it's much easier. And they they do it by ingraining biblical values like discipline and hard work and things like that. So Adult Teen Challenge Ohio. But get your tickets, 989theanswer.com, 989theanswer.com. <clears throat> now my congratulations goes out to whoever it is at the Columbus Dispatch that discovered their new guest columnist by the name of Jeff Wenninger. Somebody at the dispatch is getting a big, big raise. Maybe as big as the person who found the transgender hairstylist in Dayton to write an editorial about how evil the SAFE Act was. How evil the Save Women's Sports Act was. I mean, they found a transgender hairstylist in Dayton. They spare no expense at the dispatch. Finding people to write woke nonsense to explain liberal stupidity. And Jeff Wenninger, he's a home run for the dispatch on matters of police use of force in Columbus. Because Jeff Wenninger used to be a cop. Now, he's not a real cop because he was an L.A. cop. And he was not only an L.A. cop, he was an internal affairs rat. 
in L.A. You can tell that because he says he loves to play the expert card. Beware of people who trumpet their own expertise. I retired as a lieutenant after 30 years with the Los Angeles Police Department with expertise in investigation and adjudication of lethal force incidents in excess of 700 cases. So Jeff Winninger was the guy that every real cop on the street dreaded seeing when they had to fire their weapon because Wenninger would show up and question every single thing they did. Did you take note of this? Did you take note of this? Did you take note of this? He was a professional second guesser. And now that he's retired, guess what he specializes in? That's right. Second guessing of Columbus police. And his opinion piece today says police were called to help Colin Jennings. They killed him instead. Now, I don't know. Maybe Wenninger didn't write the headline. Because back when I worked in newspapers, when newspapers were really newspapers and not uh, rags dedicated to furthering woke ideology, I didn't write the headline. But Wenninger uh, says that, I love his lead, Columbus police officers responded to a man who was reportedly cutting himself with a knife. He was cutting himself with a knife. That's what the guy's boyfriend told 911. And then Wenninger says, and possibly threatening another person. The guy who made the 911 phone call said, he's threatening me. Okay, like So he won't even submit to facts in evidence from the eyewitness on the scene. Such is Jeff Wenninger's hatred for real cops. And I suppose if for 30 years, every time you showed up to question a cop about a use of force shooting and they treated you like you had leprosy, maybe you'd probably have a hard time being objective about police use of force. And then he said, Colin Jennings allegedly charged at officers. I can watch a body cam video. He didn't allegedly charge. He charged with this knife upraised in a threatening, menacing fashion. Wenninger says, the intent of the call was for help, not for the 26-year-old Colin Jennings to die. That's true. Whose fault is it that Colin Jennings died? What happens if Colin Jennings gets on his knees, puts his hands behind his head, puts his knife down? What happens, Mr. Wenninger? And they just shoot him anyway because that's what cops do? No, that's not what happens. But that's not what Mr. Jennings did. This kind of garbage furthers, and again, here's what I'll, I continue to come back to this. Why do we get to the point where mentally unstable people like Colin Jennings react in the way that gets them killed when police show up with weapons drawn? Police show up with weapons drawn because Mr. Jennings has been reported through the 911 calling system as a threat. The person he's threatening, Jennings is threatening, is calling 911, saying he's threatening me. <clears throat> so the cops show up on alert. What are they? Are they supposed to just be targets for Mr. Jennings' knife? Should they just distract him by presenting a different target than his boyfriend? Is that the job of police? Certainly how it comes across here for Mr. Wenninger. He says, all too often these incidents end tragically through the use of unnecessary force and should be handled differently because when properly handled, 
they can be resolved by means other than lethal force without undue danger to officers or the public. You have no factual basis for any of that in this particular case. You have no factual basis for any of that. It's your hope. It's my hope. It's any reasonable sane person's hope that Mr. Jennings would put the knife down, allow himself to be taken into custody, and get the mental health care that he needs. That's every reasonable, compassionate, sane person's hope. But that's not what his actions forced upon those officers. It's not what Micaiah Bryant's actions forced upon the officer who had to shoot her while she was in the process of attempting to stab another girl with a knife. And it was not the case with Takaya Young, the woman who was shoplifting from a Kroger liquor, high-priced liquor in Blendon Township, who went out and tried to, and did resist arrest, and did attempt to run over police officers there, and got shot, and for which Jeff Wenninger was discovered and wrote his first woke piece of garbage opinion for the Columbus Dispatch. Where he said that, you know, they should have just let her go, or they had no reason to shoot her. I don't know. Call me crazy. If I'm a cop and a woman tries to run me over with her car while I have my gun out, and while I've asked her to get out of the car and she hasn't done it, that to me is justifiable. Because if it's a me or you, then it's going to be you. And every police officer in the country will make that choice. But, you know, when you're Jeff Wenninger and you sit in an office in L.A. and you get to just second-guess real officers who are out on the street and face real danger, well, then you can second-guess because, I mean, probably made him a nice living for three decades in L.A., and now the dispatch probably kicks him some dough for furthering their woke narrative that all cops are bad all the time. Would that have anything to do with why we are hundreds of officers down in staffing in Columbus, Ohio? You think? I mean, what an attractive job. Everything you do is questioned or you're indicted for it. So we have more details on um, five-year-old Darnell Taylor, the uh, young boy who was apparently murdered by his uh, guardian. His, I don't know if I refer to her foster mom. Legal custodian is, I guess, the official term, 48-year-old Pammy May. Uh, she's uh, facing some new charges, aggravated murder, abuse of a corpse, tampering with evidence. Scheduled to appear in Franklin County uh, Court on Friday afternoon for arraignment. Uh, you know the story, the Amber Alert. Um, husband was on the phone, wanted to know where the little boy was. Wife said, uh, hang up the phone, I got a plan. And she left the house and went to Cleveland, found a day or so later, and they discovered five-year-old Darnell Taylor in a storm drain where he had been stuffed, presumably by Pammy May, which is where the abuse of a corpse charges come from. Uh, I have said before, it has not been reported the lengths to which Columbus police worked overtime, sacrificed personal time, worked as much as 36 hours in a row without taking a minute off 
to find this little boy when they believed there was a chance they could find him. And then nothing has been written about the officer who crawled down the storm drain to retrieve this little boy's body. This is a story that the dispatch could tell, that any TV station in town could tell. It falls under the guise of human interest story. It personalizes police. You could you could address. I mean, they love to address mental health issues, right? I mean, we got this former police officer from L.A. writing about the guy with the knife who police had to shoot the other day because he wouldn't put the knife down and he charged toward them. He said that guy's having mental health issues. That much is apparent. We got to be very, very, very sympathetic and compassionate toward his mental health issues. You think the officer who crawls down the storm drain and retrieves the five-year-old boy, you, th- you think he sloughs that off, goes home? Any trouble sleeping, dear? No, no, no trouble at all. Doesn't affect me at all. Doesn't bother my mental health at all. Doesn't bother my mental health at all to walk up and down the streets of Linden or the Hilltop every day and see kids shooting kids or stealing cars or laughing at us because they know they're going to be back out in a second. Like police officers, mental health? Huh? What? We got Mike DeWine today, the governor, uh, talking about a new initiative that he's going to unleash in the state's prisons to help deal with the mental health of people behind bars in prison. That's fine. But if you want to know why there's a mental health crisis between, uh, behind, rather, bars in our state prisons, uh, I can't, I can't say it any better than my colleague Jack Windsor, who's set to host the Windsor Report here on 98.9 The Answer starting on March the 4th. And Jack took note today of Mike DeWine's effort to get mental health under control. And he's commenting on this tweet from Daryl Rowland of ABC6. Rowland's tweet, mental health behind bars. Governor Mike DeWine launches working group to tackle the issue. (laughs) And Jack tweets, progressive policies, the erosion of the family, the denial of God, Humans degrading the value of life via abortions for convenience. Political activism confusing and creating mental illnesses in kids via teachers unions, LGBTQ plus activism funded by Big Pharma and the medical industrial complex. And Mike DeWine's ignorant or self-interested handling of COVID. There, saved you millions. Yes, all those things contribute to the mental health crisis out there. I had a conversation with a new friend of mine gentleman named George yesterday. George and I were talking about my medical condition, various medical challenges that he's faced over the years, and we were both laughing about the fact that when we go in and talk to our doctors, they're amazed that we don't have a regular regimen of drugs that we're on and how Big Pharma pushes those drugs on you, and it sure seems like they want you to become dependent on them because... The more people that become dependent on them furthers the expansion of medical facilities. I mean, look, I got great care at Ohio Health. I got nothing bad to say about Ohio Health. But I used to drive down and work around Ohio State in the area of Ohio State where St. John Arena, Value City Arena, Bill Davis Stadium... All that is. And so I would be coming from my home in Upper Arlington in those days. Thankfully, I don't still live there. <clears throat> and you'd come in Olentangy River Road. 
it looks nothing like it used to look because of the expansion of medical care. Look right now, you drive by three on 315, you're on the curve. You drive by Riverside Methodist Hospital. Remember how you used to be able to see the hospital and see cars parked in front of it? That's That's over. Why is Riverside growing like it is? Why are they building this mammoth tower at Ohio State? Why is the medical complex at Ohio State mushroomed over the last decade? Oh, it's because people are much less healthy. Well, yeah, they are, but why are they much less healthy? Maybe because we keep them affixed to and tied to all manner of drugs. Not every doctor. There's some really good doctors out there. I'm blessed. I got I got three of them and one who's a really good friend. But at a lot of places, buyer beware, patient beware is what I would say. Likewise, voter beware. March 19th primary coming up. And I don't presume to think that there are any Democrats listening to this show because they have no interest in truth. They have no interest in reason, beauty, virtue hopefully all of which they get a liberal, what should I say, a different word, a large dose of on this show. But if by chance you are a Democrat and you are going to be voting, well, I guess everybody in Columbus votes on who the Franklin County prosecutor will be. It's interesting today in the dispatch that uh, Sean Walton Jr., the guy who's, he's kind of a mini Ben Crump. Ben Crump, race grifter, who's like a mini Al Sharpton, like the race grifters out there just reproduce like cockroaches. We go from Jesse Jackson to Al Sharpton to Ben Crump to Sean Walton. They're just wannabe grifters who traffic in the grief of families who are understandably racked by bad things that happen to relatives of theirs. I don't expect them to think rationally, but I expect attorneys not to go to them and say, hey, you got a case, let's sue, let's get millions. And oh, and then conveniently, a bunch of that money ends up in Ben Crump's pocket or Al Sharpton's pocket or the pockets of their little mini-me's out there like Sean Walton. And he's advocating for the election of Shayla Favor as Franklin County Prosecutor. You think you got a shortage of cops in Columbus now. You think Gary Tyak has done a lousy job as Franklin County Prosecutor. And he has. <laughs> no argument there. The prosecutor's office is a disaster. See what happens in two years if Shayla Faber is elected Franklin County Prosecutor. So do not vote for her. Do not perpetuate a system that looks first and foremost to hang cops. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.